Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. everybody i'm jake i'm mike and welcome to the imposter syndrome podcast episode six how you doing man i am feeling ethereal (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) we're talking about space today today we're talking about space space is lit it's cool space no one can hear you scream (laughs) <laughs> and, that's, and that's the end of the podcast thanks for everyone tuning in <laughs> the dead air was perfect oh my god <laughs> no i i mean i don't know i'm a big proprietor of space <laughs> i think as if space needed a rep <laughs> no man i think space is pretty cool i think it needs a dose. it's like one of those commercials do you feel have you taken this drug do you feel like this is you've been mis, uh, abused by this whatever the case? And call us here. How do you think space represented you in the last election? Do you think you met its uh, campaign goals? Or? You know, I think we aimed for high goals, and we really tried really hard to to meet those requirements. And um, it was a great learning experience. I think we're gonna try again next time, and it's gonna go even better. I think the first date went well. They were a little bit cold and a little <laughs> bit uh, a little, a little quiet. A very quiet. If in fact, I think there was no sound. <laughs> it almost seems kind of floaty, very space like a spacious person. Like they, they're not always there. Yeah, you know, and just they kept me in the dark the whole time. <laughs> Anyone who was actually interested in talking about space is probably like, what? Are... Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like anyone who has doing? any sort of uh, degree or education in like actual space physics and science is like oh god oh no <laughs> what the hell might these two idiots <laughs> <laughs> 
from the English Conservatory. As <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> or Australian. Uh. I don't even know. It, it kind of fluctuates. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how much sass I want to put into it. <laughs> Did you see the fucking sun? <laughs> <laughs> it's the bloody fucking sun, mate. It's right there in your face. How about you go down? How about you fucking go past the horizon so I can get some sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we're off the rails. I, yeah, oh man. <laughs> this is a terrible start. I know. <laughs> hey, whatever. Let's All right, let's get into it. What do you want to start with? Uh, where do you start with space? Space is such a broad, like... Well, I mean, it's so vast, and there's so much to learn from it. It's it's really hard to, uh, to put, like, a finger on a category, I guess. But, yeah. um... I think space. One th- reason why I like space so much is because, like, I went un- in college. I was like, man, like, why am I here, right? <laughs> All right, so our recording crashed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to start off, this is going great, right? <laughs> this is, I don't know what's happening today. The universe is like, shut up, stop, I know. Talk, stop talking about me. You don't represent me. <laughs> um, but like I was saying, um, I got into space primarily because in college I was kind of like man like what am i doing here like why am i here what 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 are we like what's the point right mm. and i feel like you could learn a lot from space because the laws of how the universe works reflects in everyday life yeah you know what i mean and it's kind of apparent to see there so i got into like just like how does it work like what is it you know mm. like all that stuff and i just became like infatuated with it space has always been this thing where like you ever like when you're out in the day or something you look up and you see just the moon yeah all the time like it doesn't hit you at first because like it's this massive rock that's just there and you're looking at the surface of essentially another sphere in this universe and it's so mind-boggling that like it's so far away and it's this thing. Like, you take it for granted. Like, this, it's a part of our day and night cycle. But, like, it's a giant rock that's just in our... S- it's kind of crazy because it's kind of a perspective thing. Where it's like, number one, you've had it your whole life. So you don't really miss it. Yeah. And then at the same time, it's like also a visual perspective thing. Where it almost seems so Hold close. Hold up. Hold up. King Crimson has struck again. I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> we're having audio issues today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, it's, it sucks, guys. <laughs> I like this topic a lot, but this is just going off <laughs> off center. Yeah, universe really is like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, we were, ta- we were talking about the moon. Right, oh, yeah. So I was saying it's a, it's a visual perspective, too, because when you look at it, it seems so close to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how, in- how fascinating it is that it, it was, uh, they believe... There's some, at least some scientists believe that it was actually a part of the Earth at oh, one yeah. point in time. It was. I think the story goes that um, a planet, was, a planet smashed into another planet, another planet. One of it became Earth, and, and the, the other, other one became the moon. moon, and it just started orbiting. Yeah, but isn't it crazy how it kind of like aligns with the sun just perfectly to give us like light? You know what I mean? It's the most Goldilocks situation. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, you can say about that Earth in general. It's a Goldilocks situation. Yeah. I mean, as far as we know, at least. Yeah, as from right now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's kind of one in a million. 
You know what I mean? It's like the perfect environment. Not that there are other there aren't other planets that seem like they could be a perfect environment. They're just really far. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's interesting how it all kind of flows with the moon and everything. I feel like I need to like light a joint because we're getting all trippy. With all I this know. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the high vibes, right? <laughs> it's like, oh man, like can you, like the moon's like there. <laughs> the universe is talking to me, man. It's talking. And it's saying, die, 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 die. <laughs> <laughs> universe is a cruel mother, man. <laughs> it's, space is freaky. Space is absolutely freaky. I mean, it's kind of it's like it's frightening, right? Because it's almost like trying to think of the right word for it well our perspective of space from down here is a lie like all those stars and the shiny well they're so far away so in reality yeah. from each other so it's really just like darkness for a it's lot of it black void it, that's what i was that's the, what i was about to say yeah. it's a void we're, and we're pretty much like trapped in that void yeah you know what i mean we're on earth and we're just like in this earth is basically our rocket ship yeah if you think about it right we are zooming through space right now spinning at rapid speeds that at don't rapid seem fast speeds. but they are yeah just because gravity is holding us in place thank god and it's it's really crazy just to think about that too and like how just everything works differently you know what i mean like yeah it's it's crazy let me ask you a question sure would you want to go to space 100 percent. 100 percent. 100 percent. like you no qualms just like yeah i'm out <laughs> <laughs> all right all right i mean you, well what are you saying here like completely leave forever or like kind of like visit you know kick a ball in the moon or something and then come back um hmm. or are you talking about going to mars like what are you um i guess i guess we, this is a tiered question then because like there's different scopes of space all right I'll, I'll lay it out okay all right indefinitely um pr- probably not number one because i wouldn't survive Right. Because you need gravity, because that's what we're accustomed to. Yeah. Um, I mean, and plus, like, what would I accomplish in reality? I guess, like, <laughs> that's also a thing too. Like, what are the like? Am I gonna be a legend because I did something in space, or am I just floating out there for the fun <laughs> of it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I've seen too many like um, alien movies. <laughs> you know right where they go out to accomplish something and then they see a planet or like interstellar where it's like they have a plan and then they see something that goes off plan mm-hmm. and then they just never come back oh yeah you know what i mean <laughs> i've seen too much happen yeah. um to mars i'm apprehensive about mars solely because of the radiation on mars the radiation yeah so like you can only spend well number one you can only spend a certain amount of time on mars again because of the gravity aspect of it mm-hmm. um also because it has no atmosphere and like no no ozone layer no nothing oh the, so it's not red rays from the sun. yeah okay. it's not protected from the sun so it, when you go there the radiation is like way worse um you can only stay there for you can you get exp- you're it's like undisputed that you're going to get exposed to more radiation than you would here right and you can only get exposed to so much before it becomes dangerous but any i mean any amount that's over you know is dangerous you know in that regard so just adding to that i'm a little apprehensive about Mm -hmm. um i know they're like trying to think of ways to avoid that like obviously like you know you have a certain type of um living area that's you know accumulated for that kind of predicament and stuff but still it's just when even when you walk (laughs) yeah and then the moon 100 percent, or just like going out in space and like just like see i i can't imagine what it looks like irl I mean, I it's like, what's what's that fear of like? 
you know it has a certain term like when people are afraid of like the open ocean sort of thing mm, i know what you mean i don't know the i don't know the name like, i feel like that'd be like a hundredfold because like anywhere <clears> you look is a void well yeah i mean if you hover like above the earth i mean it's not necessarily like that because you have the moon in one corner you have the sun yeah, and then yeah. you have and then you have earth obviously right yeah so i mean but i, I get what you're saying at the same time it you kind of see the void you know what i mean yeah first on but at the same time even though that's scary that's kind of interesting too you know, like i i got an opportunity to see the void yeah you know what i mean and see earth outside of earth like i left the planet yeah you know i mean I think it's Talk more, about traveling. I think it's more <laughs> of a thing of like, because there's no friction, really, in space. There's no anything. There's no anything. So if you just go in one direction, you just keep going. Oh, infinitely, yeah. I mean, I I don't know about leaving the ship, but that's what you're yeah. referring to. <laughs> I don't know like about you all that, do a, man. Like a space, like out in the ship, and like, um, I don't know. I mean, a part of me is like, I'm really, I'm scared of heights. So like, you know, I, I feel like that <laughs> pertains to that to a degree. But at the same time, I like to scare myself and challenge myself like that. You know what I mean? A part of me be like, oh my God, this is like, why am I doing this? You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to die. Call and then Sandra Bullock, I'm going to fucking gravity as this bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know. Am I tethered? You know, if I'm tethered and I start flying away, like, yeah, I'm going to freak out, but at least I'm tethered, you know? Yeah, but, you know, it's always that thing of, like, what if it snaps? I'll <laughs> do use three tethers <laughs> to be certain. Yeah, it's uh... it's a scary thing. I mean, I'm more inclined to step off if I'm on the moon. Well, yeah, at least you have gravity there. Yeah, as little as it is, at least it's there, yeah. you know? So I'd be more tethered to do something like that, but off, like, on a satellite or something? Yeah, no. I don't know. I mean, I'd probably do it. Okay. Because people do it all the time, and you never hear about a story of some guy who just flew away. Well, no, thank God. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm saying that they must have... Don't they have, like, magnetic boots? Um, Isn't that a thing, or am I just talking movie logic? But I feel like that's something that could be easily done. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I actually don't know if it's been done. Like, why can't you just have a, a, a magnetic platform that you... Ha like, that's the only way they can cross on there. And then you just have magnetic shoes... That lets you like slide, or you can just like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm talking, I'm talking out of my ass. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the science of that, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. If I'm tethered, and people have done it, or if I have an expert with me, you know what I mean, who's walking with yeah. me, and know someone else who could like grab me if I'm starting to fly away. If Jeff Bezos is with you, and oh, Jeff, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm more inclined to be the one who pushes him off. Oh <laughs> I'm joking. I'm, I'm kidding. Don't go after me, Lizard King, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess appropriately with space, uh, most recently there was Bezos' magic million. Wait, before we get to that, what, okay. would you? Would I go to space? I feel... Mm, that's hard. I don't know. Like, it's... I would... I would... Why wouldn't you go? I feel like I have an existential terror. I feel like I would just go crazy. <laughs> just like, you think so? It's I don't, not like it's that mind bending because because it's not new information. No, it's not. But it's just like, it's like it, it's a thing of like, we as an animal species were never meant to go to this area of the universe. Or were we? I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, if we weren't meant to do it, we wouldn't have done it. 
all right, sure. <laughs> Fine. But like, if it wasn't in our capabilities, we would have never done it. So obviously it's something that we were capable of. Well, yeah, sure. Capable of. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, I guess. But I I mean, I mean it's not for I'm not I'm not saying do it, I, Michael. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't. It's okay. <laughs> I would be okay in a spaceship or like Well, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, that's going to space technically yeah. speaking. No I one's think, saying I think I'll be like you. Like I'll go like the surface of the moon. Yeah. It's okay. But like tethered. tethered, that's a no no. That's I think I would still do it honestly. I'm not I know. I'll be like fucking no. Because like a part <laughs> of me wants to uh, do skydiving, even though I'm terrified. I feel like you just have to challenge your fears, man. You can't let them control you to a degree. And I understand that's like dangerous and all that stuff, you know. But people do it all the time. It's like diving, you know, where it's like you can go. It's like it's you. Can, it's technically safe. But like, there's always that chance something goes wrong, and you're yeah, like, yeah. I mean, but you can't live by that chance. I, know. I guess you know what I mean. I understand. I mean, there's certain things like you know, I mean, that are have more chances than not. Like you know, like free climbing, like one of those really tall ass yeah. um, cranes. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know about all that, Chief. You know, yeah, but <laughs> you're yeah. See, like because like with diving, at least like like if you're not alone. Which you should, yeah, you should never. You be shouldn't alone. unless you're an expert, you know. Yeah, even then, but like, uh, like there is, if something goes wrong, there is a way, a destination to go to, which is the surface. I mean, also they usually give you two shoots in and, case one fails. Yeah, or yeah, in that case, skydiving. Yeah, um, but space, there is no. <laughs> no, I mean you're flying away at a very high speed. So yeah, you know like I mean? you so, are super fucked. There is no friction. If you drift, you drift. <laughs> like I mean, they can probably try to save you. No, how? There's not like a like a cable or like um. But it doesn't. What, they can't. Fl- I guess they can't. I, was gonna, I sound so dumb. I guess I was gonna say <laughs> they can't just like ship. You know, ship their shit over there. Yeah. But they have like a limited amount of fuel to go to a certain destination. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can't straight yeah. up course like that. And like. <laughs> Again, there's no friction, so if they send something after you, you're both going to be traveling the same speed mm-hmm. <laughs> just that's until true. it runs that's out. That's honestly true. That's true, and it's not going to catch you in time. Yeah, that's true. That's the fear, because like you just keep yeah. drifting. Yeah, I mean, unless you get caught by Earth's atmosphere and then you just burn to ashes too. No, I mean, it's a lose lose oh, situation. Yeah, like, there's no it's a very morbid episode so <laughs> far. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I know what you mean. I mean, I know I saw Jeff Bezos. Going back to what you said about doing it. I find it hilarious that another billionaire did it first just to spite him. I was like, that's some billionaire shit, man. It's so... It makes me angry. I mean, I don't consider it to be a marvel because it's like, all right, it's the first billionaire in space, but like... That doesn't accomplish anything. (laughs) You know what I mean? No, like we already did the space travel. That's just a a gargantuan flex. It's just... You're seeing the baby steps of monetizing space. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not just that he's a billionaire. That's not the only reason. Because, you know, people hate billionaires for some oh, reason. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes there's a reason depending. But sometimes if, if, I don't think you should hate somebody just because they have money. That's just my opinion. But, um, I mean, Jeff Bezos himself, like the way he treats his work as Amazon, that's like, you know, a whole different thing. Yeah. But um, just in general, some people just hate people because they have money. And I, I don't really understand that. Don't be jealous like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I think it's just like because the current billionaires who are in this world have come about their money through means which can be questionable <laughs> or questioning of ethics. You could say that about like a lot of businesses, though. Well, yeah. And things. I, could, I know. I understand that it's not right, but it's kind of like. 
And that's why people are kind of pissed off. It's like you can't pay your workers a decent salary, but you well, can... you, I mean that I agree with a hundred percent. Like you know, I mean it's not even just the money; it's also the, just the treatment in general. Yeah. You know, that I understand a hundred percent. But um, in terms of just like the faction that they have money, you know, right? See, what my concern is like other outside of like rich people going to space for joyrides mm-hmm. is because they were talking about the whole thing of like going to asteroids or the moon now for mining resources yeah mining resources or colonies yeah and i'm like how about we fix the problem here how are we because like it feels like you're just now spreading the problem well to me it almost seems like they kind of have a pessimistic ideology that it's too late um because technically speaking it's not too late but if you're looking at it from a pessimistic point of view you're kind of thinking, oh, it's not going to get any better, right? <laughs> because you have all these people who are against climate change and against, like, you know, the idea that the Earth will not be sufficient. Well, so, I mean, even outside of... I don't even think it's pessimism. It's just like, well... Realism? It's more to like... A degree. Well, it's like, I could help, but I could also make money. So, so you think it's just more of a, it's a, a money thing? It's greed. You think so? Oh, of course it is. That's that's only reason why. I guess it's true because they they could be taking that money and spending it towards um, literally anything. I think it's also legacy. Like someone wants to be the first person to be able to do this. Yeah, but who gives a shit? <laughs> I mean, that's what you're remembered by, though. I mean, if you're trying, no I guess one... like it's your, I guess it's your goal path. Like if you're trying to be someone in the history books, you know what I mean? You got to do something monumental like that. I guess like, you know, like, listen, space has already been broken. Like people already went to space. That's, ha- that's happened. Yeah. But they're trying to colonize now. That's the next step. That's not going to fucking happen in their lifetime. Not in our lifetime, but yeah, but okay. But think about that. If, if no one starts it. Yeah. I, okay. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I look, I don't. I guess like I don't look at their their personal endeavors right because I'm not perfect number one mm-hmm. you know what I mean so what's what's my point um you know to say about oh like oh you know you're only doing this because you want to make money you know well yeah. I'm like you if you can do this and make money at the same time I don't see a problem with that number two as long as it gets done someone has to do it eventually I, right yeah I it will happen eventually so yeah. someone has to do it like it, it, even that they get the shift for it and it's all about just the money or whatever the case may be yeah. someone has to do it right yeah. and then my third point is no matter how much you bitch and complain about it they're still gonna do it they're still gonna make money from it yeah it's really counterproductive it doesn't do anything for you no. you know what I mean yeah I got you I'm not saying jump on the bandwagon you know what I mean but just about it is also not gonna do anything either right yeah so. I can I can agree with that in general like i mean i know a lot of people don't like elon you know yeah and i mean i used to be a little bit more of an elon fan than i am now just because kind of like his crypto thing is more what makes me mad than his space endeavors mm-hmm. but we're not i mean that's, yeah, that's we're not that's not a crypto episode but no. i'm just saying you know what i mean overall um i don't know i don't really care that billionaires are going to space now if he said that oh we're gonna build an amazon on the moon then i'm like all right well now you got me some you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> no now you now you now you're going somewhere but <laughs> your amazon <laughs> who's it for megatron yeah. <laughs> the cube autobots roll out yeah <laughs> this is the real dark side of the moon <laughs> Ooh, nice play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like, <It's> really suck. <laughs> um, I think it was just a thing of, because it's such, 
a you know it, like I mean uh, I know you're just saying like complaining about rich people but mm-hmm. it's just like it feels so like okay I can understand like you're starting a trend or a step in human whatever mm-hmm. but like right now it just seems like hey you want to go to space for like 11 minutes and like <laughs> with some 12 year old and like <laughs> but that's all they can offer yeah i know well, i know well, that's what i was saying <laughs> that's what i was like this whole projection plan of like people are like we're gonna go to mars and we're going to colonize and i'm like not not in your lifetime you're not but and i think they know this i hope they do i mean it's kind of like a hundred year plan right more than a hundred years to go to mars probably not well to go to mars and to well to colonize mars, mars yeah 100 percent. yeah but i'm saying just to go to mars and start because what they'll do is is that they'll bring it's like well the idea i think like at least elon's idea at least from what i know mm-hmm. it was like you'll rotate scientists every like six months or so because that's how long you can really stay there right um and they'll they'll bring machines that'll also mine and do things during these rotations and it's kind of like a monitoring a monitoring system yeah you know what i mean so, at the same time, you know, a hundred years—the industrialism of a hundred years from now—is you know who knows, right? You know what I mean. At the same time, so it's like, who knows? I mean, it's like it is a real problem though, because if you look at like the oceans and the ice caps and like you know the heat waves, all the fires and all this, all stuff, the storms, yeah, all the storms that are coming, like in Connecticut, man, is I feel like it's never rained this much in the summer, in in the past few years, right? Well, I mean, we've had. We oh was it a couple of years ago we had an actual tornado. Well, yeah, I know. It's just like when things are changing, and whether or not you agree, if it's just a natural change or if it's human implemented, you know what I mean. Regardless, it's happening, right? Right. So I think it's a real conversation about, you know, moving on from here at yeah. some point. Not in our lifetimes, obviously, but like at some point it'll have to, you know. Yeah. If it's not, if it's not climate, it'll just be resources, you know. At yeah. some point, you know. So what's gonna happen is a couple of, like a century from now. Or something, um, the descendant of their companies, um, the CEO Samuel Hayden, <laughs> is gonna uh, find a portal to hell on Mars, <laughs> and it's gonna start doom. <laughs> oh my God, no! <laughs> you can't just shoot a hole into the surface of Mars. <laughs> um, I yeah, I know. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. I I understand. I mean, I was I was watching a podcast, and there was someone who made a really good point. It's like there are people who are there to to say the impossible and do the impossible. Robo fight the power. And then no, and <laughs> then there are also people there to say that you can't. It's like a symbiotic relationship. Like if if there's there's no spectacle, like there's no like, I don't know, like a ar- aroma yeah. to a situation if there's not doubt. Right. If you're doing something that everyone thinks is plausible, then that's boring because it's just plausible. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like a symbiotic. You need people to say you can't, and then you need people to say watch me, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And I think that's why these people are doing these things. Also, I mean, it's good to pay attention to space because there's dangers of space as well. Hmm. Everything in space wants to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of nuts, like how there's so many things that could just wipe us out in an instant. <laughs> And you'll you'll just never see it coming. <laughs> what is it called? It's um a gamma star or something. Um, it's uh, yeah, a gamma burst. Yeah, a, a ray, it's a gamma the gamma ray burst, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. It's just like, <clears throat> well, excuse me. I was watching some 
It's like when a star explodes. That what you're referring to? Not nah, supernova. No. No, no, no. Then when you talk, which what is the gamma ray one? I forget. It's, it's like a type of star where whatever energy I don't remember if it's like gamma radiation or something, but like it's something t- that both the uh, top and bottom of it is just spewing out like highly focused energy. And it's like if you cut in the path of it, like just the earth will be annihilated. It's like well, a giant laser. The crazy thing is the crazy thing is to me is like how we were talking about how you would just float perpetually. Yeah. It's the same thing for those rays. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like eventually they dissipate, that's true at some point. You yeah. know what I mean? But there could be like a nearby star that just like explodes and a supernova just comes and wipes out all electricity. It's like a giant EMP. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know well, what I mean. We have that with solar flares. Yeah, I mean we do, but our our atmosphere protects us from most of it, you know. Or it's like you know it it does fa- it doesn't do anything for us yeah. in reality, you know. But there are like bigger ones that could come that we can't withstand, right. you know. That could just like completely just wreck us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always also the, the possibility that the Earth could just fly out of orbit. See that? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> like <laughs> you would have. Eight minutes to realize you're already dead. Oh, <laughs> there's like nothing we could do. There is absolutely you would nothing. Be, you would just freeze and die. Uh huh. The whole the whole world. Well, no. Would just be Which way do you go? Do you go icicle. closer to the sun or do you go? Well, yeah, it's either you burn alive or you freeze to death. It's one of the yeah. other. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a rough way to go. And it's crazy how that's very plausible. You know what's more terrifying? Mm. You were talking about things just drifting in space. Yeah. Suns and stars also just drift in space. So there was the idea of like a sun just zooms by and just picks a planet. Solar systems drift in space. Yeah, right. I was reading something before the podcast because I wanted to be a little bit up to speed on this. Yeah. And there was was one article I was reading that said that literally a whole solar system could just kick us out. (laughs) And our whole solar system just like starts moving. (laughs) And that's like a complete just annihilation. Well, do you know right now as we're speaking – I mean, this is probably going to be like centuries from now or thousands of years, but we are currently on a crash course with the Andromeda galaxy. Oh, it's like billions of years. Oh, billions? Okay. It's like billions. Well, I, <laughs> a hot second. We're going to have a lot. Billions and billions. We'll get to that, though, because I want when we talk about the limits of humanity, I'll, I'll get yeah. into that. Um, and like people are showing projections of it and you just see it's it's mind-boggling because like you look into the sky and you will see the galaxy coming towards us sort of thing and then literally reality will start distorting because of the the gravity well of this galaxy mm -hmm. and it's like fuck (laughs) i mean if we're even humans are even still around at that point yeah if we're not consumed um, by the sun or anything else i mean that's another thing our sun is on a time limit oh yeah so we believe that um our son is middle-aged, pretty much. In the words of the wise Gary Johnson. <laughs> he's uh, like, oh, why worry about anything? The sun's just going to consume us all. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I feel like we have to leave, too. And it's oh, better to, to start now than later. Um, I mean, it's bi- as far as we know, it's billions of years from now. But eventually, I mean, honestly, the sun's death isn't even what's going to kill us because it's just, it growing. It expands first, so like it'll turn into a red sun and it'll it'll expand, yeah. and the heat will be too strong and it'll kill us all, <laughs> and then eventually it'll die out, you know. And then it's just nothing. It's yeah, a, to give a dwarf to give you perspective to people who are not space savvy, when a star eventually becomes a red giant, like if this, if our sun became a red giant, it's 
diameter would be halfway through the Earth, and it consumes Mercury and Pluto. That's how big it gets. And then supernova, everyone's dead. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like even before it gets to that stage, though, just the fact of the, the sun. The pure heat. Yeah, the sun just growing by itself would just start. Because we're closer to it now. Like, we're, right now we're in the perfect predicament where we're, we, we have a, a very uh, nice relationship of distance. Yeah. Right? But when it grows, I mean, that disappears entirely. Number one, that might throw off the balance of the orbit in the first place oh, as, as well that's not even you know what i mean yeah that could easily throw off the orbit and then so that's already like you know a downer <laughs> and then, i wonder do the would the orbits around the sun scale to its size i don't i don't really know how that works um like i don't think our planets would just stay well the, the gravitational pull would be stronger no because oh. it's larger so it would most likely pull you in mm, true most likely that's how like black holes work but I mean, obviously that's different. That's yeah, that's amazing. that's like extreme gravity. But still, like anything that's I mean, that's the reason why things like we have to, it's so hard to leave because the you know the the gravity. gravitational pull right. it pulling us downwards at all times. At that time, you have to fight it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So if you get close enough to a, a anything that has gravity, it'll you'll start you know going towards it in that regard. So if it's larger, I'd imagine that the pull is stronger. Therefore, we'd go closer to it. But I'm not an expert, so I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was actually retained more density or if it just... I don't really know. I mean, it's it's different because they, they have, like, kind of two ways of going, you know? Because, like, what, they can turn into a dwarf or they can turn into a black hole. Yeah, one so is it, really not. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah, right? I mean, because you can technically, you can technically um, live off a planet that's near a, a dwarf star. Yeah, because it's just a really tiny mm-hmm. star. It's like... I mean, if you man- if you somehow manage to survive the supernova, congratulations. I mean, you won't. I mean, yeah. even if- even if you do, you're fucked because the planet's screwed. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not the planet will be like different. It's gonna be definitely not not bueno. No bueno. No you bueno. Know? <laughs> no bueno. Scorching bowl of rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There's also like meteors and like rocks. <laughs> you know that could just come and and plunge us. <laughs> well, I mean, we've had a couple scares in the past couple. Of years. We have had a couple scares. We have. When some scientists like casually like, oh, so there's a meteor the size of Manhattan just chilling. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'll wipe out all life or at least half. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, at the best case scenario, half. And that's like saying something no, considering. Immediate half. And then it's going to be a slow death for everything else. Yeah. Because <laughs> every, everything will just like, yeah. The whole yeah. ecosystem will be different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, space is scary <laughs> it is scary there's a lot of weird things i mean another planet could also come that's kind of relative to everything else but hell star radio is gonna come oh that's boy. technically possible you, you didn't read that did you read what um hell star Ramia. no it's uh one of junji ito's things mm. and it's literally like this planet gets discovered and the scientists are studying it and they're realizing every time the star passes by the planet the star disappears and then, like, you realize the star, the planet thing is getting closer to Earth, and it's, like, alive. And, like, it literally, it's it's a freaky situation, and it really gives you a perspective of anything happened. Like, we're talking about, like, meteors and another planet. Like, this thing comes to Earth, and, like, it's alive, and it has a big tongue, and it just licks it. And Earth starts spinning like crazy. <laughs> and it's just, like, we are in such... A like I said, a Goldilocks area of like our spin is okay that we can like 
live off it without like flying into orbit. Yeah. You know, our gravity is fine. We have a good layer of ozone protecting us. Like we're the right distance from the sun. We are in a perfect situation and so many things could fuck that up. <laughs> it's crazy, man. And then like, it's just like, you just never know. You never know. You can't control, you can't control anything. <laughs> it's like, there's nothing that we could do to stop it really too. We could yeah. try to nuke it, but that's not even, who knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. It depends on the magnitude or what it is specifically, too. Yeah. And that's just, that stuff, like, there's layers, there's tiers, mm-hmm. right? Of, like, things like, we could do something. And then there's others where it's like, you need to leave. You need to just. <laughs> it's oh, GG's, man. Get underground. <laughs> <laughs> Earth's haunted. Yeah. Earth's haunted. We need to go. <laughs> but what's, I mean, what's cool about the Earth is, like, and when people say we got to save the Earth, I just find it kind of funny. Because the Earth isn't the one that's in danger in reality, it's us. Oh yeah. Because the Earth will survive; it'll formulate itself and become something new. Yeah, it's but just humanity. It's humanity that has the issue, so it's not so much that we're like you know it's for the Earth's benefit. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Humans are very egotistical, though. We we like to think we're more important than we really are. We're just animals in the end of the day. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to find meaning in your life, obviously, you know, but, um, I think it's, I said something to my mom the other day when I was talking about this with her, I was Mm. like, people used to think that we were the center of the universe and as factually we, we know that's not true, but ideology, I feel like that's still a thing. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Where we still feel, we've been programmed to think that so long that it's kind of like part of it. Like we think that like what we do brings meaning to the vast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not really true. It's just to us in general. We, if you put into perspective how tiny and insignificant humanity is in the scale of the universe, it is frightening of like, you are on a rock in a tiny solar system in a galaxy amongst millions of other galaxies in this giant unknowable space well i think this is actually a good segue to get into the limits of what we can do yeah okay (laughs) so um i was watching this video about this youtube channel um shout out to in a nutshell um Mm. i love it they like put like science videos out and like they do stuff about stocks and like all this other stuff and they put tiny animations against it try to make it more understandable um so i got all this information (laughs) off of that off of this one in particular so just this, this, you know, disclaimer in general. People want to fight someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but essentially, they were explaining, like, theoretically, if we were able to travel and do what we want to do, what could we do? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, basically, we have our quadrant of the universe, and that's it. Okay. So, it spans, I believe, about like 10 million light years or something of that nature. Um, there's like 50 galaxies plus our own and there's Andromeda and then there's dwarf galaxies as well. Okay. Right. Right. Now let's say like we colonize all of these planets and we're doing all these things. Like we only have this section to work with. And I mean, granted we haven't even touched our own solar system yet. Right. So it's so vast, right? but it's really not as vast. So they put it like we are a hundredth billionth of a percent of the entire observable universe, our quadrant, not just our solar system, our quadrant. So we're literally a grain of sand on the world's biggest beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's it's really ridiculous when you put it in that perspective how small we are in that regard. Now, the reason why we can't go any farther than our quadrant is because of uh, dark matter and dark energy. Oh yeah. So it's a it's a force we don't really quite know what it is, but we see it acting. So we, that's that's how the universe expands because the universe is always expanding, at least at this time mm-hmm. frame. So we know that something is doing that, but we don't know specifically what it is, and we call that dark, you know, dark matter and dark yeah. energy. So what's happening is think of it kind of like a boiling pot, where you see all the bubbles pop up, right. and each individual bubble is a quadrant. And the reason why you can't get to another quadrant is because that dark energy is pushing those quadrants away from you at such speeds that we'd never hope to reach wow so you can technically leave your quadrant you would just never go anywhere because we can never reach the speeds of light which is pretty much how fast it's going you know what i mean Jesus. we can never we can never attain that as far as we know overall at this moment in time so they were speaking about how we actually leave we actually live excuse me in the perfect moment in time because we could see our beginning our end and our future as opposed to people who are born like billions of years from now or whatever life forms are, eventually things will get so far away that you won't even be able to see anything. It'll literally just be darkness. Because right now we could see the other quadrants. We could see things in the other quadrants because they're still close enough to us that we can actually process it so and see them. So you're saying like eventually there'll be no stars in the sky. Yes. Yeah, so what you were talking about, how... um. Uh, Andromeda and uh, the Milky Way will combine together. Yeah. They said that the name would be Milk Dromeda. <laughs> and the people who are born in the Milk Dromeda galaxy will only have Milk Dromeda. They won't have all the other quadrants. By that time, everything will be so far away that you'll never see it again. Yeah. That actually brings up an interesting theories I've heard. Sure. Um, so you've heard, like, this is like kind of the expansion theory of the universe keeps expanding forever and ever. Yes. But then there's also the opposite where eventually the universe stops expanding and eventually starts co- combining back into itself. That's correct. And that's why we're going to get Mokdromeda as opposed to just having the normal galaxies be the way they are. Eventually, our quadrant will be, think of it like a cardboard box, mm. right? And that cardboard box is just getting smaller and smaller and smaller until it can like fit like this in your hand, like a tr- like you know, like a box. You can make it with your hand. It's yeah. like... That size relative to space, right? Mm. And that's all we'll have. No, no, no. I'm talking like the universe itself. Well, that's that's what causes the shrinkage of our our quadrants, though. Oh, the big crunch. The like, big crunch, like the the, the 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 expansion. Excuse me, of of the universe will mm-hmm. be what causes us to combine like that in the first place. Yeah, and it's just freaky because like they're saying like the crunch goes all the way down, 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 down until you eventually restarts on like another big bang. That's the theory, for sure. I mean, we don't really know, you know. It's but just that's so the theory. mind-boggling. It's just, <laughs> it's just so big. It's hard to comprehend. Right. I really do recommend that you guys uh, look up that in a nutshell video because when I'm talking about the quadrants and like the observable universe, they put it legitly in um in pictures. Mm-hmm. So they show where we are, and then the big. So like we're in a quadrant, right? Right. That's actually part of even larger quadrant. Okay. And that quadrant. Is part of the observable universe. Mm, okay. So that's kind of how it works. So it's it's like Inception, but with quadrants of space, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you know, in a box, yeah. what's in a box, that's in a bigger box. Right. Kind of. So it's just interesting, like, because it also works with, um, 
we're, we really are at a perfect time because we can see our past. Like the way light works, you can see things in space that are no longer present because the light of their destruction hasn't reached us yet. Right. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we can see planets or we can see different clusters, different like, you know, very, you know, how like there's like really pretty lights and like different things in space that may not be there anymore, but right. we can still see them. Right. It helps us understand our history. Like the people of the Milk Dramata Galaxy will never know about the Big Bang. They won't know how they exist. They won't know about anything like that because there's nothing to show for it. All the all the wavelengths, all those those micro like, you know, radiation signals and all these things that we can detect and formulate from will no longer be present. Right. So it's you know, if everyone says life sucks, I mean, at least this is the better one (laughs) to go off. (laughs) I mean, there's um, like I mean, take like what you were saying with light and how it travels. It's terrifyingly interesting <laughs> to know that if the sun were to just disappear, we would have eight minutes of not knowing that it disappeared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that terrifying? That is terrifying. <laughs> you just really don't know. It's cool to, it's also cool though, because like, say you were on another planet, right? Just theoretically speaking. Yeah. And you look down at Earth, if you were at the specific, you know, coordinates in time, uh, you can probably see the dinosaurs, no? If you had a, like a, a gargantuan microscope. That could see that far. Oh my God. Oh. Because the light hasn't reached that planet that you're on, showing their destruction and this whole evolution. Oh, you're right. So technically, if you looked at the Earth from those coordinates, you would see the dinosaurs or whatever you're, whatever time period the light has reached you for. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting to think about. That's that's why it's kind of cool at the same time. It's terrifying, but it's cool. If you you got to look at the positives, I guess. Right. Otherwise, you'll go you'll go crazy. <laughs> True nihilism, just like yeah. Oh god, nothing matters. <laughs> Honestly, when I was I was telling you I was doing a self discovery thing, right? Yeah. And I really felt that way for like the longest time after after listening to all this. And, it's terrible, like because it's it's like Lovecraft in a nutshell of like it's so massively huge and just beyond comprehension that you go crazy because you're just like what is life what is meaning for anything like and space like you were just talking about dark matter which sounds like magic fantasy bullshit Mm -hmm. but like space is fucking weird and there's so much like think black holes right Everyone assumes when they hear that it's like it's like a drain. Like people just things get sucked in and nasty. Yeah, it's right? really not that way. No, it's much worse than that. Yeah. So, do you have you ever seen that simulation of someone getting sucked into a black hole? I haven't seen a simulation of it, no. But I know how it works. I know what what would happen. Okay. So <laughs> explain it for the people. Yeah. So there's two perspectives. The one if if you're if you're the one going into the black hole, or if you're the person watching someone go in the black hole. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the, if you're the poor soul getting sucked in, right, you go in and because black holes have such dense gravity, like because it's a singularity. There's like a point where gravity is so intense that nothing. So it's so, yeah, it's it's so like heavy and in, yeah. Yeah. What you said intense is a good word for it. Yeah. And what the simulation does is like you literally get pulled. Like your atoms literally start pulling away from each other. Mm hmm. And you, it's called spaghettification. Yeah, you literally become a, a piece of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, and you just get stretched and stretched until your atoms break apart. That's supposedly what is going to happen. Um, now, from the outside, which is even more freaky, if you see someone get sucked in, what it looks like is you're seeing the person go closer and closer to the black hole. But eventually it looks like they're starting to slow down, and eventually they stop. 
then, it seems like they're like in the epicenter. And then they redshift and then just disappear. Because light is getting sucked in, so you're no longer able to see what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. And then like they redshift into the lower light layers and then they just vanish vanish yeah it's pretty crazy what's what's also crazy is that like black holes are always meant to be like something that's scary Mm -hmm. right because they are (laughs) you know overall but you can actually live on a planet that orbits one well yeah i mean which is kind of nuts right as long as you don't cross the event horizon you're You're fine. fine yeah you're fine now here's also the other thing what makes black holes so mind-boggling is that we know basically nothing about them because we can't because we can't um but based off theoretical physics and science um so the event horizon the event horizon is essentially that line where it's like if you go past this you're basically done you're you're gonna get sucked in the black hole there's Mm -hmm. nothing you can do if you manage to land on the line the like the the right spot where you don't get sucked in but like you're experiencing the effects literally you can stop time <laughs> mhm and that's so mind boggling to me of like what what is physics anymore <laughs> well it's a i think that's cool to talk about time dilation now yeah um so time dilation is like the relativity of time based off the speed you're going or how close you are to a large object so there's this movie interstellar by christopher nolan watch, uh, yeah i mean watch it <laughs> <laughs> um there's a scene, spoiler alerts if you've never seen the film, where they're trying to find a planet to sustain life because the Earth is going down the shitter and there's no going back, mm-hmm. right? So they find, they have a, a trajectory planet, but they, as usual per movies, they find another planet that's fast, that's closer. They don't have the fuel to get to the other planet and back. So they're like, let's go to this one, see if it's valid, and we can go back and tell them, right? Right. So what happens is because this planet is orbiting a, a, um, a black hole, and the gravitation is so strong that time moves differently there. Right. And that it's not to not to them perspectively, but like in reality. Right. So what happens is, is that they end up spending, I think, forty five minutes on the planet. Yeah. Because uh it's a water planet, so it's all water and it's a big wave like tsunami comes and they get stuck there because their ship gets messed like needs to dry out pretty much the engines right. for forty five minutes, right? When they go back into space, the person they left there to monitor their main spaceship yeah. was 26 years older. Yeah. And that's a real thing. <laughs> it, that's kind of crazy. That's that's a real thing like that happens. It's it's terrifying. It's absolutely like cuz like again like people mostly assume when you hear black holes they think of the big drain. But like Yeah. It's so It's, it's actually a vacuum. It's a v- va- So they get full. They get full. Did you know this? Yeah, black holes can get full. I did not know that. Yeah, it's so people think of it as a drain, but it's really not a drain. It's actually a vacuum. So it's like they get. I I I don't remember. I think there's just theories as to how it empties itself. Well, I mean, I know like usually when you see a black hole, there's always like radiation or some energy spilling out. Well, there's always that ring because that's the light that's being tracked through. And stuff like that. That's what you're referring to. No, no. There's like other ones where you see like gushing energy coming out. Oh, I, I don't. I, I can't say. Okay. I don't, don't want to talk on my it's ass always, on that. It's stuff. always artistic depiction. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't know. Um, But yeah, they get full. So there's theories. I mean, this is just a theory that I've heard. I don't know if people actually know how they empty themselves or not. But I thought this was cool. It's And it's really just theoretical. But they say that it kind of like 
it's almost like a, a two-way funnel. Yeah. So, like, they say, like, what comes in goes out, inverted. So, it's almost like, it's a theory of parallel universes. Like, oh, things Jesus. must escape. I'm, oh, I'm not going to get too deep <laughs> oh, into that because no. it's just simply theoretical. I just think it's cool. It's like saying how like everything that's sucked in gets released out invertedly into a parallel universe pretty much because yeah. it needs to vacuum out. Gotcha. I mean, no one really knows because no one can survive or no materials can survive the entry. So we yeah. can't see the end, you know, the end of the tunnel, unfortunately. Um, but I think that's cool. But yeah, they do get full. So I'm kind of bridging off that. I'm like, I mean, there's also the whole f- idea of like, uh, black holes are actually wormholes and like you can actually it spills out well into wormholes it. in general are also another topic <laughs> you know what i mean yeah <laughs> and then even more crazy are supermassive black holes yes you want to talk a little more about that you, do you know about supermassive black holes i don't know a ton about the differences between the two i well, know they they're 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 larger in general well, but it's the center of the galaxy that's a super oh right 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 that's what i forgot <laughs> doi yeah, yeah so our yeah we we orbit around a um a super black hole right a super massive black super hole. massive black hole like the song from muse <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> but like i remember i did a report about black holes in like i don't know 11th grade physics you know yeah i mean and, i haven't really studied black holes that much yeah I it's just, interesting i know general information but I, like, I literally got to the black hole and like the supermassive black holes and I'm looking up information and there's just nothing. <laughs> there is absolutely like it's the center of the galaxy and it's super strong. And because <laughs> it's just it's hard because we, we just don't know. We just don't know. It's kind of cool how they're formed, too. It's like I know people like always like at least I'm always nervous that some kook scientists out there is going to compress something so much that it turns into one. Well, that was the fear of the <laughs> Hydron Collider. Yeah, of like you're gonna accidentally create a black, a black hole because it's really just compression, right? Yeah, to like the utmost degree. Well, yeah, all all two forces, two unmovable forces, right? It's like if you if you put an unmovable object against um an unstoppable force, it'll create a black hole, right? Uh, Isn't that like something that they say? I'm not sure about that, but the whole reason black holes exist in the first place, theoretically, is like um. Like supernova occurs and the sun literally collapses on itself and all it compresses down and down and down to a singular point. And it's so dense that it literally punches a hole in space time and you get a black hole. But I think that's why they say that 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 phrase, because like you said, it's compressing itself to such a high degree. So if you have two objects that are consistently pushing oh okay yeah a, i get you, you know what i'm right. saying yeah, it's okay. kind of like the same fact yeah yeah the same okay. so um yeah it, it, it's kind of crazy right how stars turn into them in general but i just think the whole their whole like concept is just so fascinating like not even light can escape not <laughs> even, like light can't escape it distorts time like yeah it's crazy looking at black holes is also just fucking creepy like actual black holes well we finally have pictures of them right like or what they look what we think they look like right because we can't they don't have any light so we can't really see them black holes are interesting because if you were to actually come across one it doesn't it doesn't like look like anything it kind of just looks like a distortion it's just a vortex pretty much yeah because um you mentioned interstellar interstellar has probably a the best depiction of a black hole mm-hmm. and 
they because they actually did the math behind yeah. it. And finally, and like interestingly enough, um, that movie actually got two research papers out of it because scientists were looking at it. It's like, oh, it would actually do that when they're looking at it through like the rendering engine. It's like, oh shit, <laughs> and like. It's a shame because they were so scientifically accurate until they got to the end yeah. where, where they went into the black hole and now it's just a, a giant library. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was just like, whoa, yeah, that bro. Got, that <laughs> got stupid. But conceptual, like, but everything else is pretty valid. Yeah. And because what's, so inter- what's so interesting is, like you were saying, you're seeing the light wrap around it. Mm-hmm. But like you're because it's distorting around the space around itself, you are seeing the light from behind it coming to the front and then wrapping around and it's like what is happening yeah you're like you can't understand it because it's bending the laws you know what i mean so there's no real explanation for like like we can we know why it's doing it but like what but actually looking at you're just yeah you're like what (laughs) (laughs) i know it's it's space is just so interesting man there's so much to it in general i mean aliens oh are you an alien proprietor (laughs) <laughs> that voice cracked dude i'm gonna go oh man <laughs> it's okay proprietor proprietor um i mean i it has to be right at this point like um i'd say the probability that we're the only life forms in the entire uh, entire oh my god entire observable universe is uh a whole lot of baloney it's foolishness well it's just ignorant I mean, in reality, to think that we're the only life forms out there. I mean, I guess there's a possibility that that's true. Yeah. Um, Not to get, like, tinfoil hat here. Sure. Have you ever seen or thought you've seen something? Yeah. Yeah? Once. Okay. Once. Tell. So, I was coming back from my friend's house, Mm -hmm. and I was just walking to my car. And I like to look at the sky. You see what I'm looking at? You know what I mean? And I saw this object that was, like, floating in stasis, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is that, right? Like, like what the hell? And then I saw it go, like, like levitate upwards. Not an angle, not going towards anything, like, literally flying up. Yeah. And then it just took off. What did it look like? It was just, like, a flat surface. It, like, it sounds like a UFO, right? Like, like the depictions of a UFO. Yeah. I, I couldn't see it. Like, it was so far away from me, you know what I mean? And I, I don't want to claim, aliens! Like, I don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? It was just very strange. Like, I'm like, if that was a UFO, that was the time. Like, you know, that was, like, the experience yeah. that I had with it. Do I think aliens have visited this planet in reality? No. I remember in fifth grade, right, so, like, we would have a thing where, like, we would have recess outside for, like, I don't know, an hour and a half or something. And then, like, when you're done, like, you line up by your classrooms and then you go back in. Um, and I remember I'm waiting on the line and I look up and there's a thing. It looked like there was a triangle, like a silver triangle, and in each corner point, there was a sphere and it was just there. And I was like, hello. <laughs> like, yeah. this, this doesn't look like a plane or anything. I just always wonder if it's like a break in the simulation. It's <laughs> like a up. glitch. Oh, that's, that's, oh, no. <laughs> that's a whole oh, other no, that's, thing. That's a different. No, I'm, I'm joking. I, I don't know if we're in a simulation or not, but <laughs> it's just like one of we those really, things. We really need a tinfoil hat episode. Of just I know. Like, Seriously. I think, I mean, it's so, I think we could have like another space episode and like talk about other stuff too. Cause that's also correlating to that. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like aliens on earth, I think the pyramids are, are more of a factor 
to aliens than anything. That's also kind of... I. It's like, how do they do that in the time period that they were in? Slaves is how they did it. <laughs> I guess, but still. It is such a monument for the time. I think... Because, like, my mom is kind of somewhere, like, in that brain. Like, well, how about the pyramids? Like, well, it had to be some sort of alien. I mean, it's plausible that they did it. And I'm sure that, you know what I mean? I can't say that there's no way that they did that on their own. You know what I mean? I, I think it just... Because I feel like we are... Like, people take human ingenuity as something that's only current. I'm yeah. like, people from back then were pretty clever. It's just only, you know, Western civilization that kind of ruined things. But, like... Uh, <laughs> uh, but, like... Ancient civilizations were smart, and they did have math and science, so yeah. it's not impossible that they built these structures. They did a lot of drugs, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of blood sacrifices. A lot of ayahuasca and stuff like that. And, yeah, and like, DMT. And, like, how they build these structures, like, slave labor. <laughs> like, it's very easy. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know. They're just saying like, well, it was actually aliens this whole time. I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe that. I mean, like I can't say that with a certainty because yeah. who knows, right? Who knows? But. Um, but I think it's a Marvel. I was watching another thing of Elon. I know I keep going back to him, to hmm. the Musk himself. <laughs> Tusk. Yeah. Um, but, uh, he says something, he was talking on the Joe Rogan podcast and Joe Rogan was grilling him about like aliens. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, he was saying that everything that he's seen so far doesn't really make him think that there could be aliens here. He said if if they found like in a pyramid, for example, or like a tomb, like a cube of titanium, yeah, then he would be like aliens, because at the time there would be no technology um, strong enough or mechanically engineered to to the to the degree to actually shape titanium because right. it's so strong. That makes sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's something that I'm like now that I have that in my mind. I'm yeah. kind of like, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> That's the test. <laughs> also, like, um, at first, when the UF government UFO things were there, I was like, damn, they really just told us that, right? And it was funny, too, because no one gave a shit. It's oh, you're funny about those how, objects flying around? Yeah. yeah. And no, no one fucking gave a shit, which is hilarious, right? They're like, everything's crazy. COVID's going around. This is a perfect time to drop some shit. <laughs> you know? I mean, technically, we've already figured out life that has been on Mars. Like... Well, we figure that out. It's just not cool. It's just bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's how all, everything started yeah, at first. That so. is, you know, it's like spore. <laughs> well, Mars took a big hit for us, but I want to get back to um, what I was saying for just a second. Yeah, sure. If I can even recall what that was. Um, oh, yes. The UFOs for for the government. Yeah. So I was watching another another um, video of people disproving that, which is which is kind of lame and kind of like put a damper on my soul a little bit. <laughs> but you know the one on you know have you seen the one with the jet footage of the thing that's underwater? The what? So there's government footage of a pilot seeing something underwater and he can't tell what it is, right? Okay. And from the appearance of the video, it seems like it's matching the jet speed and it's underwater. Oh. Okay. And um everyone's like aliens <laughs> you know right or just like who knows what it is right it was unidentified aliens, it was an unidentified craft right yeah but it's been disproven because what happens is is that the camera on the jet has a lock-on feature so what's happening and it looks like the the water's moving really really fast right but in actuality it's the jet because the camera is locked onto that mis- mysterious figure so the jet's moving at the speeds that it's moving, but the camera is staying locked. So it looks like it's moving alongside with the camera, but in reality, it's not. Hmm. So that's like, does that make sense? 
Yeah, I get it. You kind of understand, right? I'm just thinking, if it, if it is something is moving that fast, it would have, and you like you could see, you would have seen the surface of the water being disrupted somehow. Well, not necessarily because it's infrared. So oh, it could be oh, under, it could be it okay. could be under the water and moving at that speed, and the the waves oh, okay. going to be disrupted. It was just a regular, okay, okay. No, 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 no. It's underwater. Okay. So, but that's the thing I'm saying is because you can see in the video the water move looks like it's moving extremely fast, like the like the camera's watching the figure move, right? Yeah. But in reality, it's just a jet moving that fast, and the camera's locked on the object. Yeah. So it's always gonna the it, the the everything around it will look like it's moving except for that locked figure. Yeah. Essentially. So it's it's not it doesn't even necessarily we still don't know what it is, but that doesn't mean that you know off the rip that it's something that we can't understand in yeah. terms of speeds. Kraken, yeah. Yeah, I mean also <laughs> like same thing with like cameras. They've seen other stuff, but like the way the cameras, there could be a camera malfunction or nothing's concrete. You know what right. I mean? So take everything with a grain of salt. I mean, I I believe that aliens exist. Yeah, I hundred percent do. I just don't know if they actually have come here. Have come here. I, I mean, it, it pertains back into like, uh, have you ever heard of the Great Filter? Um, you no, not really. So the Great Filter is an idea, or more of a question as to what makes life so unfeasible, right? Mm-hmm. So it's more or less was it the bacteria formulating over the billions of years, or however long it took to formulate? us like the neanderthals and stuff like mm-hmm. that was it the the prehistoric humans starting to build tools and start working together was it uh resources was it interdimensional travel was it colonization so it's basically like what makes what makes us so special like what is the filter so it's questionable because have we passed the filter mm-hmm and now we're just on if we pass the filter it means that there's nothing we can't do right that's pretty much what they're you know what i mean or have we not met the filter yet so it like it pertains highly to aliens and just space in general because like why haven't we seen more life out there no. primarily it's either a they're watching us and just don't give a shit b they don't have the technology like we don't have the technology or c that's like legit the great filter and that's just why uh, civilizations can't live on past a certain point because they can't get through that threshold. Hmm. So it's really one of those things. Um, I mean, also it's just the distance, man, and like the lifespan because like we need, we we it's, it takes like what six months to get to Mars, five years to Jupiter. Yeah, and that's like not even a lot, you know. Considering in our solar, that's system. within our soul, like not even our solar system. It's just within our quadrant. You know what I mean? In that regard, um, not not the big box quadrant, right. but just like I'm just using the term like generally. Um, but there are other planets that are like Earth and bigger too. some some of them. But they're so far away. They're like mil- they're like millions of light years away yeah. that we can we, with our technology, we just can't get there. We don't have the Star Wars or Star Trek. Yeah, the, the light speed and fusion technology yeah. and wormhole, all that stuff. We don't have that. So it'd be impossible to be able to to move on to something far away enough to actually tell. So that could be the same thing with them too. It's an interesting thing because we are all, we, we kind of are in a rush to go find a new sentient life. Yeah. And stuff. Well, we just want to know. It's, I think it's like a feeling of loneliness. Well, yeah, but, uh, well, Stephen Hawking was like, 
it's don't do that. <laughs> like, don't you dare do that. Cause like, who says that we should find these people and that they will be nice? Like, well, when have we ever not been dominant? That's the other thing. You know what I mean? Well, until, until some point, you know, but I'm saying like as a species, when have we not ever tried to dominate? Right. Because we're more advanced. Yeah. So why would we want to meet a species that's more advanced than us? Right. Well, now we're going to be the zoo animals. Well, yeah. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? That, well, that was the thing. It was like, it might not be a choice of like, yeah. send this radar out or whatever. And then like people find it and it's like, hello, Independence Day. <laughs> like, I just always love because like in DC Comics, going back to the last one, mm-hmm. right? They always have like these extreme like shots whenever something exacerbating happens. Like I always remember in, whenever something is correlated to dark side. Yeah. Dark side is like the equivalent to Marvel's Thanos, pretty much. Just yeah. to put it for general, for people who don't know. Um, but he has this planet that he rules called Apocalypse. Oh my God, the voice cracks. Apocalypse, mm-hmm. right? And it travels. So whenever you see like a shot, you just see this giant flaming planet coming <laughs> towards you. You know what I mean? So I feel like the alien things is almost is like this, that, Unicron? right? Jesus. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying it could be something similar, like or like an Independence Day, where we yeah. see like these giant ass like interstellar spaceships that are just ready to rumble. You know what I mean? Or uh, going back, Hellstar Ramio or Dar- uh, Dead Space. Like yeah, the moon. it's like, just one of those things. Like I don't know if I'm, I'm interested. I mean, but at the same time, like funny enough, like I keep talking about Rogan, <laughs> but um. So but Rogan said, like, how often do you think about chimps? Right? And I thought about that, too. It's like they're the next species that are close to us, right? But you don't really think about them, right? You kind of just observe them and be like, yeah, they're cool. See, I, So it could go that way, too. I Sometimes I think of Overlord, like the anime. I don't too much about Overlord, to be, uh, to be honest with you. It's fun. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> but... Uh, one of the lines is like because these um treasure hunters invade their home and like they get decimated because like <laughs> they're the main character is an overpowered lich person yeah and the remaining treasure hunters are like listen we're, we're really sorry you know how about we get can we just like go you know and it's like like and um eins the overlord is like well, I don't know, when a fly lands on your plate, do you just let it go? Yeah, that's <laughs> the type of thing, right? <laughs> it's like that thing of, like, are we the flies of some sort of other race, you know? But it's also, like, they might not even think twice about it. Well, that's the thing of, like, it could just be like a... <laughs> yeah, that's the type of thing, yeah. People don't think about that. They think it's going to be, like, some revolutionary, like, Marvel, we're going to get along. Nah. You know you know what I mean? Like, it's a Superman to, you know, our, our universe Well, that's or whatever, what uh, but... Stephen Hawking was warning about. It's like, why would you want to meet these people? <laughs> you don't know. How they are. Yeah. Do you think um, our humanoid... Uh, Charm? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word. Maybe, like, I guess physicality. Not that really that's the word I'm looking for. But do you think our, our shape... Mm-hmm. The way we're the way we're formulated is the peak of human condition or like or life in general. So like, does all life eventually like does all elite life take a humanoid form? Take a humanoid form, yeah. Oh. Like obviously it'll be different based on their environments because we evolve differently. Just even now we have tan people because they were near the sun. You know what I mean? <laughs> Things like we have P- Filipinos who have like this water this foam over their eyes so they can see underwater. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean we have. I mean, still to this day, we still have parts of our body that are just fucking stupid. And broken. Well, our spines are not even formulated for us to stand upright. That's why people well, have that, so many back problems. I also, not to dive away from space, but, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. uh, 
uh, I was reading it's like the flaws of human stuff and they were talking about like why do like females still get periods and like how the oh blood God. stuff because like because <laughs> it's like other species just reabsorb the egg and that's the end of that but we just like they just shit out blood and it's a pain thing and I'm like yeah. why do we do this why do we I know <laughs> I don't know it's 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 interesting right like I saw again not to dive away from space but I saw this um where they found this eel underwater that mm. no longer had to eat. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Like, it takes nutrients and bacteria and algae from the outside, and it absorbs it. It oh. doesn't have a mouth. Interesting. Okay. So, like, it's it's kind of evolved past having to eat and do all these other things, which is so crazy, right? I have, tra- <laughs> was it? I have transcended humanity. <laughs> yeah. As an eel. <laughs> as an eel. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's interesting. You know how people evolve. So um, that's my question. Like, do people do does alien? Well, aliens look similar to our form. Is that the? Is that the? See, that brings up a, a spring off that as like, do we still have an evolution to go through? Um. Well, I don't think it's. I don't think evolution really works like that. I think it's more of an adaptation thing. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, well, I'm I'm thinking like Wally, right? Where it's like the people were stuck on that base, yeah. for a while, and they eventually just. Like the bones started to become small, and they oh, they got go, fat. And you know, stuff. They got fat. Yeah, I'm like, is it like their equivalent? Like, if we do like all these colony stuff, like, will those bodies adapt? Well, yeah, because they'll be born into that condition. Yeah. So the people who were here, no, because it takes thousands of years to, oh, right. to evolve. Yeah, exactly. So no, but people who are born in space, yes. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what form they would take. You know, they'd also they, which is crazy enough. They <laughs> look like xenomorphs. <laughs> they they live longer too. Were they? Yeah. So, gra- um, gravity. Uh, we age based off of gravity, and also disease, and then also lastly speed. So when you fly on a plane, you actually age slower than people who are not flying on a plane, because anytime you move. At a speed that's closer to the speed of light, you age slower. So time dilation works with things at large objects as well as speed. So the faster you're going, the slower things look. That's why whenever you see like like Quicksilver in the X-Men series or the Flash in general, whenever they like are in their own perspective, everything's moving extremely slow because the faster you move, the slower the things around you move and, and feel. So it's a very insignificant change when you're just on a plane. But when you're on a jet and you're going like Mach 5 or whatever the case may be, yeah. Like if you spent a year in space, you're a year younger physically than you would be if you were on the Earth. Now, your 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 organs still age because the gravity and just disease in general ages your organs. But physically in appearance, you would look this like the same age that you when you first left you thought you were healthy but i just dragged you at a super speed and then <laughs> had your kidneys fail it was me all along barry <laughs> it was me barry <laughs> it's, i love that meme that's funny so, so did you show me that last episode I'm, I'm crying oh my goodness but um yeah it's crazy like if you take two twins and you put one on a mountain and you put one on the ground and then you put them back together in like 20, 30 years. The one who was on the mountain will look younger than when I was on the ground because there's less gravity because you're up higher. Uh, that's, so it, oh my God. So people on, in space well, don't have any gravity at all. Right. So there's nothing that's dragging on their skin and all this other stuff and their organs. And there's no disease, presumably. Right. Because you don't want disease on, on a small air, spacecraft or a colony. So, like, you know, for the most part. <laughs> that's a very. 
Also, oh. diseases can't survive because there's there's not enough like you know what I mean. There's not. That's very... a very interesting point. Yeah, they they live longer. Like unless you brought it with you, you could technically live in a like this like other than like the genetic things that are yeah. born with you. Yeah, you would not have to worry about like colds or flus. No. Holy shit, I didn't really think about that. At the that. same time, you can never come here because the minute you're exposed, you'll die. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, so you'd have to stay in space. Oh. Because wow. you're not exposed. Unless they expose you. Like vaccines? At a young, a vaccines like, at a, yeah. yeah, unless they expose you. But even then, I don't know how I don't know how a vaccine will hold against like real experience, you know, yeah. in, over the a course of your whole lifespan. Because like you have to be like everything, like a cold. It had to be like, like, you'd have to get like vaccines like every year or something to, yeah. to maintain and that's only if you have plans to, to come to earth or another place where you can experience that in the first place you yeah. know wow. but it's fascinating right how they would be able to live longer in a healthier life like even not to get off space again but it's relative if we took i was watching another video if we took all disease off the earth right mm. we would live to a comfortable 140 and feel good disease is the main thing that does wear and tear in our bodies right well i mean it's natural like selection at work and like you gotta thin out people somehow <laughs> <laughs> sounds so bad <laughs> but listen, I know that's you, life I, like <laughs> i know what you, I, I know but i'm just saying i, I understand but it's, it's interesting though mm. that like just that one factor alone will, will change the quality of life like yes 140 is our max as humans right now i don't know about space humans and all what the theoretics are in that like it might just be on lobsters. Maybe it's 150. I don't know if it adds a lot. You know what I mean? But you'll definitely live a lot healthier. The only thing that space babies have to worry about, if that's something that they would have to worry about, is muscle. Oh, yeah, because you would at- atrophy. But at the same time, if your spaceship spins, it kind of creates a, gravi- uh, a gravitational force. A lot of times... But you, you need to spin, like, really fast. <laughs> well, no, you'll see... I mean, I think they do this now. For people like you're you don't have to spin that fast um I'll, to make to make a fake gravity yeah because it's not actually gravity i think it just feels like it so yeah so the ships just spin um i don't know at the rate because like, obviously in space everything looks weird <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean so i don't know at the rate that they're spinning at and i don't really think it doesn't cause gravity it just emulates Gravity. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking like the uh, those like spinning rides, mm-hmm. right? They have to spin at a decent speed just so you can like stay. But that's for stationary purposes. I don't know if that's the same thing for for some because you're you're going like upside down. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't does that know. make sense? You know, what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. like that. Make, you're going like you're topping upside down so that's like different you know in that regard right um for this it's just a matter to stand and then to lift so it's not like you have to be like your your feet are going to be up on a wall right. on the ceiling you know what i mean yeah so i don't know if it's the same mechanics for something like that i mean they have that and obviously you can lift weights too yeah yeah um, those, yeah you can do like so exercise you have regimen. you have to exercise astronauts yeah. have to exercise otherwise they, they'll they'll lose their they'll astrophy. well when they come back to the planet it's a culture shock because the, they have gone however long without gravity that's another thing too yeah. you know what i mean so every time i think every time they come back it's like weird for a couple of days because they have to reaccustom right. to earth's gravity um that's so, another that's another reason why they can't stay at mars for too long either they actually you actually brought up an interesting point 
um, that's it's kind of confusing to think about sometimes. Mm-hmm. That there is no up or down in space. Yeah, because it's a void, like you said. It's a void. It's literally and a it's void. It's really mind-boggling when you really think about it. But there's like there's no like here is north and here is south. Like it's just what is up. <laughs> what well, is- if you want to get real fancy with it i mean all of these things are man-made constructs oh yeah of course time what is, is up a, and down time is fake time is fake too <laughs> earthy earth years do not pertain to other things it's just how we correlate time uh, <laughs> future <laughs> that's why like when they talk about other planets rotation and how long it takes they always say earth years yeah that's because our only that's our only measurement but that's not necessarily the measurement to use fundamentally right. it's, it's a construct so up and down is also a construct. We named those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? We point. We made directions. Absolutely like, crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not right. It's creepy, man. It is creepy, but it's cool. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like... <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so vast, and it, it's, it's just so intense, it's hard to fathom. You really can't like, comprehend it. Like, me and my mom sometimes have conversations about this. Sure. And we're kind of like, at the end, we're just like, but what's, like, what's the edge of the universe? And what's beyond there, the edge of the universe? There is And none. it's like, what? The, like, what? Yeah. It's like, it's like the question of, like, what's that? And then what's that? And it's like, we don't oh. know. We might never know. We will die in our lifetime. We will never have the answer. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Just to think about. And also, like, just think about dimensions in general. Ugh. Because there's, like, dimensions to it, too. You know what I mean? Like, time is technically a dimension because it's not... Phys- we can't physically touch it. We can't physically see it, but it's present and reacts. The same thing with gravity. Yeah. So it's, like, a separate dimension that we can't see. And it's just, like, talk about, like, the layers behind it. Because also you could say, like, dark matter and dark energy. Like, what is that? You yeah, know what I mean? Really. We can't... It's also something we can't see and we can't touch. And You know what's also crazy? Mm. Matter, right? What, so What do you mean? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember if this is like all proven or like mm-hmm. it's just theoretical. Sure. But when after pre like after the Big Bang happened, there was matter, and then it, there was antimatter, and they canceled each other out, and it literally was a race of like them cancel each other out, and we just exist because matter just happened to have more. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just like all these like protons. And all these little, like, you know, chemicals yeah. and all these different things right. that are just, um, that are the reason that we exist. Yeah. You sitting at home right now, you are nothing but a bunch of atoms stuck together. Your life Adam, is a lie. It's just, some, it's just neurons firing. You're going to have existential dread. Your life is meaningless. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk, man, or something? <laughs> Get into a fetal position. <laughs> So why do you feel this way, Michael? <laughs> Life is a lie. Nothing is real. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you can go into a whole philosophical thing. I was like... Well, yeah, I mean, we can get into philosophy, too, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know if you want to make that no, a whole that's, different podcast. That's a different, <laughs> that's a different podcast for another yeah, day. I love philosophy, too. I think talking about that stuff is fun. Yeah. But... Uh, what is power? What yeah. is not? But like, yeah, just all that stuff. Like, what is what is? I lo- took humanities purpose? in high school. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I had a philosophy course in college. Yeah. I got a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I know my shit. All right, <laughs> I know. No. Space oh, is cool. Space is cool. And I think that's all I can really say about it because I don't know. It's it's the it's the thing of like 
it's a I, mystery. There's like a, I mean, because there's a, I mean, it's it's that for now because there's so much other stuff that we could talk about. But like, I feel like we want to like go on our books real quick. You know what I mean? Get a little mm. bit of a knowledge course because we could talk about like radio waves and like all that other stuff. You know, quarks. <laughs> yeah, or we can even talk about like how planets are formed and like all this other stuff. But I'd rather get a little bit more of a understanding before i start talking about that i mean i don't know if i really would ever have an understanding i'm just like yeah i don't know i mean the last thing i want to say before we end the podcast is a short one today um it's just f in the chat for mars okay yeah because mars used to have an atmosphere and used to have kind of like an ecosystem but what happened was is that a, a bunch of meteorites started aiming at our section and mars just took the most giant fattest hit for earth <laughs> oh yeah so like they got fucked so we could thrive like that's pretty much how it works they bit the bullet so f in the chat from mars thank you for your service <laughs> and this has been another episode well, no, 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 no. Actually, oh wait hold on well two things okay um, you just reminded me sure you want to talk about things that are cool for space yeah have you seen photos of mercury and venus like actually on the surface um probably it doesn't come to mind at the moment it is because you talk about different planets and stuff and it doesn't really comprehend at first that it's a place yeah like it's a real location Mm -hmm. and like you had rovers that landed on venus and they took pictures and it's so weird because it just looks like I don't know, Iceland, except there's a yellow sky. Mm-hmm. And it's just mind-boggling because, like, yeah, it's a place. It's a physical location. that Like, you can go there. Not really. Well, but... no, you die. <laughs> but not really. You melt. But, like... <laughs> Acid rain everywhere. But like... Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if you wanted to take that gamble, I'm saying you yeah. can technically, technically, you'd be able to go there. Yeah. I mean, like, even with our moon, like, you can technically go there. And it's just yeah. mind-boggling that like, it's a place. It's an actual, yeah, yeah. entity. Right, yeah. it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. On the other part, yeah, I have an announcement. All right, all right. Announce away, my friend. So, I have just released my debut album. Hey, let's go, yeah. Papi Chulo, let's go. The, R- <laughs> the RNG experience. Uh, by the time this podcast goes out, will be on iTunes and Spotify and most other platforms. And oh man, um, it's weird. Like, the, talk about imposter syndrome of like just I'm gonna like release it, Michael. <laughs> just uh, release it. Nah, people are gonna love it, man. Yeah, um, it's a very interesting one. Uh, I don't know if you want me to explain. Yeah, premise. go into a little bit. Yeah, we, we start, like, share with the people. It's not like a long podcast or anything. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, go so ahead. the whole premise. Ooh, that was loud. Um, the, <laughs> the whole premise behind this was. RNG, so random number generation. Sure. And basically, I had this um, random thing picker pick out things for me, and I let it decide. So, um, I had a list of topics. Is it so? It's it's for themes essentially for the songs, or is it like genres? Just what those songs are about. Okay, so so themes. Okay. I had a list of random topics, either proper nouns or nouns, or just like it'll be as general as like a lake. Sure. Or it'll be like a specific character from an anime and everything in between, right? Mm-hmm. And I let the random number generate, pick it out. So I had 16. And then I had the generator pick out which order I had to write these in. And I did it every two weeks. I wrote a piece 
and it had to be finished in two weeks. And I did it for all 16 in that order. And then if I had any like uh, decisions I had to make, yeah, I put it to the generator. <laughs> like okay. I made the generator decide. So it was everything. like a, a a chance thing, like by fate. Yeah, like it's very experimental, and I kind of wanted to make it sort of game soundtrack oriented. Okay. So every track includes the plug-in Super Audio Cart. Okay. Which is a synthesizer thing based off all the old consoles generator sound generators. That sounds fun. It's cool. It's a really good plugin uh, sample library, and I recommend all producers get it because it's really cool and it's really good sounding. Um, yeah. So like that finally has been released because it was originally supposed to come out uh, in March of 2020, but uh, <laughs> you know yeah. things happened. Yeah, things happen. Um, but it is finally out now. I'm proud of you, man. That's awesome. Oh, man. It was... <laughs> here we are. <laughs> I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for that. That's great. I love seeing my friends thrive. Yeah. Now release your stuff, man. <laughs> listen, man. Listen. <sighs> now you're right. I got it. You know, it's been a couple of weeks since the episode two podcast, so like... Listen, man. I'm still going through with these damn people, bro. I know. I'm sorry to hear that. Hey, dude, it's like... I want to... Man. It's just like... I don't know. It's like you, you get a reputable source... Yeah, you know, you you do the research and then it still it still fucks you in the end. It's just nuts. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that soon to get that out anyway. Just just as a big f you, right? Like yeah. I have to, right? Spite. Yeah, it's like everything has been trying to see this song fail. It's been like you know all these steps. It's been so hard to drop this, this my the music that I want to drop. But um, I'm gonna do it because you can't you can't let anything stop you, right? Yeah, exactly. And can we have the name of it one more time? The RNG experience and can we have your surname what like you know your your stage name in I general the dark maestro or dark maestro one word because there's other dark maestros unfortunately oh my God. and like you will find there's one guy who does like dubstep i'm not him <laughs> what's like do you have a profile picture yet um so yeah like, oh my like... artist logo is the skull and keyboard okay so if you see the skull in our logo you'll see that that's him check out his album and what day specifically does it come out it's out right now. Oh, it's out right now. As of this recording. I got the email from DistroKid. Oh, lit, lit. So, Sorry, so it's distributed everywhere now. You're not waiting in the waiting period anymore. Uh, it's, it's Spotify and Apple is currently out right now. Which is pretty much all Which is pretty, the right. big boys. So, so the check, most normies will get it. So check that out. Spotify and iTunes. Let us know what you think of it. Yes, please. Yeah. Again, we appreciate you always listening to another episode of the Imposter Syndrome Podcast. Yes. Um, check us out on all platforms. Also, if you're not aware, we have a highlights channel on YouTube. We do. So we have um, a little a little image of us in space talking like in a <laughs> podcast studio. And we also put clips on this little TV in the middle that we have to kind of make it more immersive with us. So yep. if you maybe don't have the time always to listen to the full podcast, yeah. but you want to get a gist of maybe what we spoke about in general, you can always check our YouTube, the Imposter Syndrome podcast, where you can check out our highlights. We'd really appreciate that. All right. Great. I'm Jake. I'm Michael. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.